Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're going to go to Philadelphia. Get a take on what's happening with that team and what's happening in the city of brotherly love. To get to, to talk to us about that, to get my little brother, Ike Reese, joins us. Afternoons in Philly on WIP. What's up, Mike? I, how you doing, Ike? How you doing, brother? Lemonhead, JP, how you guys doing? Let me just say this first and foremost. <laughs> don't don't appreciate the boys, the men, intro music on the way in. <laughs> like, that, that was totally unnecessary. <laughs> hey, Philadelphia, baby, Philadelphia. <laughs> we, have, we have to make sure we take care of the people from where they're from, you know what I mean? Oh, we could have taken you some stuff. Wait, wait, you see, take you to, to Detroit somewhere, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I appreciate it, man. Good morning. Good morning, man. So, you know, Ike, I'm sitting there. I'm listening to Seth on the radio this morning, and yeah. I'm like, I need to talk to somebody. So I said, let me try Ike or Hugh. And <laughs> Hugh, was, Hugh worked the same time I do, and then you work right. afterwards. So I said, let me get my little bro in here. What yeah. the hell happened down the stretch? Oh man, that is going to be the uh, that is the million dollar question. That is the question that everybody wants to know. And you guys have been around this game, this business long enough to know that you sort of get uh, stock answers throughout the season because nobody wants to uh, just blatantly point fingers at a particular area, whether it's coaching, whether it's players, whether it's offense, whether it's defense, whether it's you know issues in the locker room. So what we got was a lot of sort of fluff as we were coming down the stretch here. And it'll be interesting to see um, what comes out over the next few weeks as to what went wrong uh, internally here with this mm-hmm. team. Because the way I look at it, fellas, is that, you know, this to me has more to do with than what we saw on the field. You know, uh, it's one thing to have to, you know, overcome injuries to certain players or, you know, things of that nature that, most teams go through throughout the course of a season, but a team that, you know, has a 10 and one record and then finished the season the way they finished against some of the opponents they finished against Mm -hmm. what the circumstances and what was at stake during those games to watch them come out and perform the way that they did. To me, it says there's a lot more going on behind the scenes than what we out in the public really know what's going on. And so um, I'll be interested to hear over the next few weeks because it'll start leaking out. It, it usually uh-huh. does. You know, they can't hold water. So somebody will start talking to somebody anonymously. <laughs> and, and, and we'll start getting p- bits and pieces of what was going on because I think there has to be some sort of fracture on the inside of this thing. Like what? whether or not, whether it's the players trusting the coaches, 
Like we've heard about that, and that's on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, or whether or not there's issues uh, with connectivity with the quarterback and certain players on the offensive side of the ball. So we heard about, you know, Jeff McClain of the Philadelphia Inquirer put out a story uh, yesterday that certainly hinted that that could be one of the issues there. That's very similar to what we went to a couple of years ago uh, with Carson Wentz. So I, I don't know where the truth is in there, uh-huh. but I know if there's enough smoke, there's some truth to what's, what's being reported well, out there. See, Jalen Hurts has been presented to me as a guy where people liked him. He works his tail off and everybody yeah. wanted him to be taken care of. But what I don't like is every time a quarterback gets taken care of, the 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 the, the angst that goes at that quarterback. That's yeah. what they do. They get paid in this yeah. league. So is it could it be something like that or like I don't know. Like I this team when they run the football, they need, they normally win. Yeah. They stop running the football. And we've been screaming it all year, Brian. I'm, um, I don't think I ever called you Brian or when the last time I called yeah, you. Brian. I take Brian over Lemonhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, B, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of truth to that, man. And and I think there's, there's players, particularly offensive linemen. You know, offensive linemen want to fire off the ball yeah. and, and, and knock somebody down. And they just didn't get the opportunity to do that. This is supposed to be one of the best offensive lines in all of football, and we just didn't put – the onus is on their shoulders to go out and lead us to a victory. Not just last night, but even coming down the stretch here, it seemed like we were still trying to force the passing game and these explosive plays and all this stuff, throwing the ball down the field versus, man, just get a ball to, to DeAndre Swift, yeah. you know, two out, of, two out of three plays, and you're usually going to be in a third and manageable situation, and then we could just push, push ourselves to a first down. So, mm-hmm. but But it didn't seem like – that was what they wanted to do from an offensive standpoint. It seemed like we were chasing the big play, the explosive play all year long. And I don't know if that was – and that's the thing. I don't know if that's uh, – it, it's obviously coming from a coaching standpoint. But then you hear that plays are being changed at the line of scrimmage and, and, and players sort of improvising and doing their own thing versus what the coaches are calling on the sideline. That's sort of what happened at the end of the uh, Seattle game. So I think there's a lot, there's a mixture of a lot of that stuff going on behind the scenes, and all of that stuff contributed to their downfall. And if you look on the defensive side of the ball, half of the guys were in favor of Sean Desai, the other half of the guys wanted to see something change and 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 have some sort of energy infused in them. Then they thought Matt Patricia would be the answer, and when that didn't work out, it certainly <laughs> looked like everybody just threw their hands up, like you know what, nothing is going to work. B. Mitch, I don't think we tackled one player in the open field the last four weeks of the season. Well, I'm going to tell you. I've yeah, never seen anything like that. I saw the most pathetic tackling I've ever seen in my life yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Bradbury seemed like he was making sure he was going to be healthy for vacation because he did yeah. not want to touch anybody. The other guys were avoiding guys. I saw guys slow up so they won't have to make the tackle. Yep. We, hey, B., we know how that looks, man. We know <laughs> how that looks. Uh, fortunately, you know, during my nine-year career, I wasn't on a bunch of bad teams, but I had a couple in there, mixing there, particularly early in my career. And so I know what it looks like uh-huh. when somebody is not necessarily putting out a full effort and sacrificing their body for their teammates and making plays. And you're absolutely right. You know, last night, the nation got a chance to see it because it was on Monday Night Football. Arizona came in here and ran for over 200 yards against us with James Conner. 
I mean, the New York Giants and their two games against the Eagles out of the last three, I don't think their offense looked as good as it looked in those two games as it looked all year long. So the New York Giants are moving the football against us. I mean, we let, we let uh, Drew Locke out in Seattle march down the field 95, 92 yards with no timeouts for a game-winning touchdown, and it looked like we had never played any type of situation or awareness football <laughs> in that game. Nobody wanted to tackle. Nobody wanted to cover. Like, all of those things, it seemed like there were moments where the team just wasn't fully invested in each other. And, it's you know, I try to deny that. I try to sort of paint a different picture because you want to believe and you want to look at the glass half full, but there, there's no way – to explain losing six out of seven games coming down the stretch with a team that was 10 and one, other than the fact that there has to be some issues inside the football building internally with the team. I just, I don't know any other way to explain it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 